Welcome to the Parent Life Podcast, a weekly resource for parents trying to raise children from a godly Christian perspective. Uh, each week we're going to post a 10 to 12 minute video. This is our second episode. We're a ministry of Fruit Cove Baptist Church. This week our guest is Pastor Tim Maynard. He's the lead pastor here at Fruit Cove Baptist Church. We affectionately refer to him as PT. PT, thank you so much for being here today. Pleased to be with you today. Thank you, Jason. So next Monday is Martin Luther King Day. And part of the conversation that we've been having uh, as a culture for the last year and really, you know, century or more is racial reconciliation. And as part of our church, it's been a heartbeat to become a multi-ethnic church so that we can reach more people in our community for the gospel of Jesus. And so I wanted you to come and respond to that and more or less answer some questions for a parent how they can address this topic to their child of racial reconciliation. All right, excellent, yeah. You know, a, a few years ago, I really did, I had a, I just really had this, this emphasis, this, I, I'm reluctant to say vision, I don't want to use those kind of words around it, but it was just an impression in my heart that God wanted us to be a church that worshiped with 30 different nationalities. Mm. Uh, and, and I, you know, I'm seeing more and more people coming from different parts of the world, different countries, and. And, uh, and, and that is just an amazing thing. So, yeah, I'd really love to see that become a reality uh, in, in the near future. But we'll see how that goes as we're fighting through the COVID issues and everything else. You know, the issue of race is much bigger than just the issue of how do white people and, 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 and people that are not white interact, not just black people, but, but everyone. How do we interact with each other? And it goes back right. to how we understand how we got here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and for that, and, and again, understanding that we're talking to Christian parents today, you know, you have to come at this conversation with your child, no matter where they are in their, in their development, from a Christian worldview. And, and the foundation of a Christian worldview is that God created us. Right. Um, and, and I think that very few Christians would argue with that. I think we all understand, we, we embrace it, whether we understand it completely or not. But beginning at that point, we need to understand that races are not, you know, the, the Bible tells, in fact, uh, in the book of Acts, the apostle Paul tells us that uh, as he's addressing the people on Mars Hill and, and sharing the gospel with them, one of the foundational points that he makes is that God made every person from one man. Okay, we understand we had Adam, we had Eve, then we had everybody else that, that got here somehow. We're not all sure how that happened, but the reality is we trace ourselves back to one person. Races are not, you know, God did not create a black Adam and a white Adam. Right. You know, there was, there was not that kind of thing at the beginning. It was one person. So there's really just one race. Right. We're all from one race, and, that, and that's one foundational thing that we need to kind of hang on to as we think about this. Now, going a little more in, internally to the cultural issues that come out of that, that's where we, you know, that's where we hit problems and run into issues of, of tension and conflict. There's a lot of misunderstanding in this. There's a whole lot of uh, accusations, some that are warranted, some that are not. Uh, you know, I, I know that Southern Baptists, as a as a uh, religious denomination, have struggled for many years with yeah. our image as being racist and being, mm -hmm. you know, not compassionate toward, not understanding of, not not sympathetic toward people who are not white, and and. You know, I have been deeply on the internal mechanism of the Southern Baptist Convention, and I, and I simply don't see that to be the case. I see that we have made some tremendous strides, especially in the past, you know, decade or two, right. toward trying to say we, we're not, that's not who we are. 
Uh, that is not what we are, as that's not what we're trying to portray ourselves to be to the culture. Uh, now there is a segmentation, there is a difference of cultural approaches to church. And in fact, we, we used to, uh, to worship together. Uh, we would have services together with an African-American church in our community. And, and, and in fact, I, I have had some conversations with that pastor with some other people in their church. And, and one of the times they were here, we had a great service together. We were all together. Uh, their choir came. It was a wonderful evening of worship. And, and I was talking to one of the older deacons and I said, I says, let me ask you a question. I said, would you ever consider coming to a church like Fruit Cove? And he said, no. And I said, why not? He said, I don't like your music. <laughs> and I said, okay, that's a good reason. I mean, that's why yeah. we sometimes don't go to any, you know, I don't like the way yeah. this is done. I don't like that particular procedure. So it's not that we're trying to say we're not, we're not welcoming to you, but there are cultural understandings that are in play that certainly, you know, produce themselves in our worship and how we present ourselves that way. So, so we have to kind of wrestle with that piece of it too. It's not just, hey, you're the wrong color, so I don't want you here. Right. It's not that. And, and in fact, the reality is there are, you know, white people who could go into many black churches and, and they would say, you know, you just don't fit here. I've talked to people who have done that, where they just feel like, okay, I don't, I, this is not where I belong. Mm -hmm. And it's not that that church is trying to say, we don't want you. Right. It's just that we're different and we're, we're going at this in a different way. We're approaching this in a different way. You know, a few weeks ago or a while back, I guess months ago now, when some of the, some of the things started flaring up with the, with the uh, you know, with Black Lives Matters and, and all the issues that were rolling out at that time. And I used a simple illustration. I want to use it again because I, I want the parents to remember this. This is a really easy thing to do if you're having this conversation with your children. And, and, and I, it goes back in my understanding, my belief, is that we simply don't understand each other. And part of that is we simply have not taken the time, the time to try to understand mm -hmm. each other. You know, and, and I really, and I like to challenge Christian people, and this is a hard thing. You know, have, have you ever had a family from a different, a, a different racial background come to your home for a dinner? Have you ever had coffee or dessert just to sit and say, tell us about your world, tell us about your life, how mm -hmm. are things going and just becoming friends? Well, you know, and some people say, oh yeah, we do that. Many people would say, never happened. Yeah, yeah, we, send, uh, we tend to naturally segregate ourselves yes, based we do. on preferences. Well, and, and that's, like a, that. that's, the, that's a sociological principle of homogeneity. Mm -hmm. We draw toward the people that are like us. We're mm -hmm. comfortable with people like us. And that's unfortunate because that does become part of the foundation of a racial barrier that happens. But, but what I tried to tell folks a while back is this, it's as simple as this water bottle. You know, I can set this water bottle on the table right here and there's, there's something you could read on that side of the water bottle and I cannot see it from this side. I'm absolutely black, do not know. Now, I saw the bottle before I put it there, so I know it says spring water, but I can't see that it says spring water from my side of the bottle. I would have to get up and walk around to the other side of the table right. and go, oh, it's spring water. There are things on the back of the bottle that you can't see. You can't tell me where this was bottled. You can't tell me who, which company bottled. Well, you probably can, there are labels on there. But there are things about that contents of that water that you wouldn't know unless you got up and walked around on this side of the table to look at it. Right. And I think that, that the beginning of racial healing, and this is where your family unit can actually begin to move toward this, is saying, how do we, how do we just take one small step forward toward understanding 
somebody who's coming from a different culture or a different racial background? Mm -hmm. How do we walk around to the other side of the, of the bottle, so to speak, and say, let me see life from your side. Let me see what you're seeing. Let me, let me understand what you're understanding. Because we're both looking at the same bottle of water. We're just seeing it from different perspectives. Different, so. different perspectives. Yeah. And, and I like that it's so simple for a student or a child to, to think through that uh, with their parents because there, there's not a lot of complication to that. It, no, it is no. simply be friends with someone, with anyone, despite mm -hmm. what their color or ethnicity may be. Yeah. Be their friend, get to know them, try to understand their perspective, and then befriend them in that perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. And then from there, you know, a lot can happen. And, and in the same time, as you're getting to know them, they're getting to know you. Right. And, and I think, again, what's essential is that parents come at this with a Christian worldview in place, with, with an understanding that this is what the Bible teaches, guys. And if you don't have that, you're going to run into a lot of other problems, too, right. because that's where all the, you know, the, the gendering issues, everything else comes mm -hmm. out of a, a misunderstanding. If God made us the way we are, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with the way, the way He made it. The Bible ends, and here's the other thing that we sometimes forget. The Bible ends with this incredible picture of worship in heaven mm -hmm. happening with every tongue, every tribe, every race, every... In other words, people think, you, you know, when we go to heaven, we're going to somehow become these translucent, transparent right. beings that, that have no substance. But the reality is the Bible teaches you will have a body. It'll be a glorified body. Right. It'll be a fixed body. You know, it'll, be a, it'll be a disease proof body. It'll be a death proof body. Yeah. But it will also have a, have a racial distinctive about it, the same one you had here on earth. That's right. You know, God doesn't somehow mystically change it. Well, you know, no, we, he doesn't just have one color of person in heaven. Right. There, God loves the, the multiplicity and the, and the dynamic of the differences, and, and, there's, and that's going to exist into eternity. So my suggestion is we better figure out how to deal with it now right. and, and how to love on each other now. And I think the church has an incredible opportunity to lead the way in that. And you as a Christian parent have an incredible opportunity, even on a day like Martin Luther King Day, to sit down with your children and say, let's talk about this for a minute. This is a yep. big deal because it's affecting, again, a lot of stuff in our culture right now. And, and how can we as a family make a difference uh, in maybe there's somebody in your neighborhood. You say, let's, let's, make a, let's, let's reach out and, right. and let's just bring, you know, bring some cookies over. Just do something to say, hey, we just want to say hi and get to know you and you know, love to have you come over sometime, play some games. Let's just get to know some folks. But help your children be comfortable sitting with somebody who is not like them and, and yet that's okay. That, right, and that's you know, something that, yeah. you know, if the Lord celebrates it in heaven, Yes. where all sin has been removed, but yet ethnicity, language, and exactly color has right. not been removed. Exactly right. That's something that we can celebrate as well, that this right. is something that God is. And that's why that goes back into my first comment, which is I would love to see all those nationalities here. In I would love church. to see all those. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think, and I think that, that the more complex that our area is becoming and the more racially distinctive yes. that our, our area is becoming, we have the possibility of seeing a church that mm -hmm. can embrace that. And understand that. And so. Lord willing, we will. And I pray so. we will one day. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our first ep or second episode of the Parent Life Podcast. Uh, the video version is on YouTube. We've got Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. If you'd like to take this, share this on social media with your friends. Uh, next week, PT is actually going to be back with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about the presidential inauguration and not so much about the inauguration itself, <laughs> but how do we interact with our leaders and how can we pray for them in a God-honoring way? 
Uh, if you have any more questions about Fruit Cove Baptist Church, please reach out uh, to parentlife at fruitcove.com or you can go to our website, fruitcove.com. Thank you very much and we'll see you next week.